Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash relationships. If you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all hugely helps out this channel, and I can never express that enough. And just, let's get in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from a throwaway account. My 33 male ex-wife, 33 female, who I divorced in 2018, is trying to ruin the first relationship I have attempted since the divorce by lying about how the divorce went down. I've been dating a wonderful woman, 31 female, who's been a great match for me overall. We started dating in August of 2020. I got divorced in January of 2018 and took a couple of years off dating, did a year therapy, travel until COVID hit and tried to improve myself before getting into another relationship. Full disclosure is I cheated on my ex-wife after five years of marriage due to the fact we never had sex. I got involved in a church around age 24, met my ex-wife. We married within a year. She wanted to save herself for marriage. We did that, but once we got married, she was still never willing to have sex with me. I was a horrible communicator, and instead of ending things, I was miserable for five years, then cheated on her. She told everyone in the family and every mutual friend we had, etc. Then I had to tell them the full situation and be embarrassed, slash have my personal info out there. But yeah, basically, I still to this day have never had sex with my ex-wife. Once. Period. She married the same year we got divorced and I've not tried to contact her or anything since. I thought we were done. We're not Facebook friends or anything anymore. On to the issue. I did tell my current partner about my past infidelity in its entirety and she was understanding and empathetic and appreciative of my honesty. However, my ex messaged my girlfriend on Facebook. Not sure how she found her and told her to watch out for my web of lies and she gave a very fictional story of what happened. She basically is saying I denied her sex for years and that she begged me for it weekly and I denied her. It was actually the opposite. She said after five years of denying her, I cheated. I own up to my mistakes, but she is peddling a fiction that only shines her in a positive light and me in a negative light. How do I handle my ex in this situation? I have her blocked on everything I know of and I can't think of how she even got my girlfriend's info. We aren't even shown as in a relationship on Facebook or anything like that. We have some pictures together, but our accounts are both very private. My girlfriend has my back and believes me. Due to the fact that I'm not showing signs of zero sex drive and just the fact that I was honest initially. I am just wondering how people have dealt with prying exes trying to ruin their lives in an age of computing where it seems anyone can figure out anything about anyone if they try hard enough. Now, assuming your current girlfriend does totally trust you and she isn't believing all these lies that are being thrown your way, you've got to get your girlfriend to to block her from everything, basically, so she can't get in contact with you because it sounds quite malicious of what she's doing right now. 
but surely if it goes too far, and I'm not sure what it's like with the online stuff, but can you like file some sort of harassment so she has to stay away from you? And it'd be interesting to know like if a harassment order did go through, if that's such a thing, I might be totally making it up here. And her current husband finds out, what's he gonna think about all this? It could be very, very messy. But let's check out some comments to see what they say first. And we'll start with Stocky Bear who says someone in your friendship circle or your current girlfriend circling has given your ex info. And I see what you did here. It says, change your password. She might be logging into your email slash Facebook, whatever. It might be something easily guessed or a password she has saved or something. Two-factor authentication, my friends. And Brat Curious says, if you and your current girlfriend have an honest discussion and she is on your side as is, all you really can or should do currently is leave it alone. Have her block your ex-wife. And if your ex makes continued efforts to reach out and defame you, you can report her for harassment. If she keeps up with the harassment BS, I'd have her served a no-contact order somewhere highly embarrassing, such as church or work. I'm also the kind that would deliver her new husband a gift basket of good porn. <laughs> but I might be a little too liberal to deal with foreign virgin ex-wives. And the last Basslope says, I would screenshot the messages and then suggest your girlfriend block her and you do so as well. If she doesn't do anything else, then letting it die would be the easiest, least messy way to deal with it. If she manages to contact anyone you know after that and spread more lies, then I'll take all the screenshots to an attorney and ask them about sending her a ceased and deceased letter. It's often a relatively low one-time fee. That way you aren't engaging with her yourself and getting something official from an attorney plus the fear of the courts in a lot of people. My guess is her new husband doesn't know she's done this and she probably wouldn't want him to risk finding out. And we have one more from Stormsign saying, don't handle her, ignore her. You're up front with your girlfriend, so it shouldn't be an issue. Not sure if this is even a thing anymore, but you could have filed for an annulment if you never consummated the marriage. And now we move on to another story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account. My 29 female childhood friends, all 29 female, took my husband's 30 male side after we broke up. Now that we're reconciling, they want to be friends again. I have four childhood friends, Amber, Lucy, Jane, and Hannah. We've been friends since we were three and have gone through a lot together. Our families are all friends too. I married my husband five years ago after dating for two. Our relationship reached a tipping point last year and we chose to separate. I didn't expect my childhood friends to take his side over mine, but they did, excluding Hannah. They removed me from our group chat, blocked me on social media and were constantly reaching out to my husband to offer him comfort. Even the friends that I had met through him treated me better than them. Hannah was the only one of them that didn't treat me badly. She actually helped me understand the divorce process, offered to let me live with her until I was back on my feet, let me cry to her over the phone at midnight, etc. My husband asked for us to try reconciling two months ago. I don't want to jinx it, but things are going well. My friends found out and now they want to be friends again. They all sent me long individual apologies to explain their behavior. I haven't responded to any of them, but they are pestering Hannah to ask me to talk to them again. Jane's parents even asked mine to ask me to respond to her because she was devastated over our falling out. I'm considering talking to Lucy because she is married to my cousin, but I'm not sure about Amber or Jane yet. If you were in my situation, what would you do? And my kind of thoughts coming into this one, it's sort of, it, it was varied. It sort of depended on what the reason was. I mean, if you cheated on this guy and, you know, broke his heart, then I can see why the friends would take his side. But if it was over something else, then... 
then why, you know, why are they taking his side so strongly on this? Um, and I was scrolling through the comments trying to find something. And I'll start with this comment first, which is from Shits and Farts. <laughs> Great name. And says, I mean, what were the explanations for their behavior? Like, if you were the one that cheated or something, I can understand them taking his side. You conveniently left out all the details of the divorce and their reasonings in this post. To which OP replied, a variation of, I thought you were making a mistake. You broke his heart and we were worried he wasn't stable and if he did something, you'd blame yourself for it. He's our friend too and since you left him, we thought it wouldn't be fair to take your side over his. And then says, I didn't cheat. We were getting a divorce because we were fighting constantly and he didn't understand that marriage was a compromise and he couldn't always have his way or be right. To which changes the situation to me to like they are the arseholes. Wrong subreddit, Mark. <laughs> but they would be the arseholes in this situation to me simply because they abandoned you and they was quick to drop you just like that when you said it yourself. He was having some relationship issues, which they probably didn't know too much about. I can't see them knowing too much about unless you, you said it yourself to them or husband said it to them. But it could be one of those situations, you know, where their friends showed you their true selves in the end. All of them bailed on you apart from one who was with you and stuck with you the entire time and was caring for you with everything you was going through. So it does raise some questions whether you have them back in your life or not. But if you if you do think you're going to, I'd seriously have a good sit down with them and a heart to heart to explain how they made you feel in this situation. And that would just be me anyway. But we'll check out some comments to see what they say. And MM172 says, I appreciate the apology, but it doesn't erase the fact that I was deeply hurt by your actions. And I'm going to need you to let me figure out what I want to do about that on my own timeline. Please stop trying to pressure me to have that conversation before I'm ready or it won't go well. And please don't put Hannah, my family or anyone else in the middle because that really doesn't persuade me that you want to be more supportive friend from now on or understand what that entails. If they keep pushing, then honestly, I'd be done and move on. Again, it is not your job to assuage their guilt, assuming that's what's actually driving them. They need to be willing to learn what they need to learn from those feelings and do better in future, regardless of whether they get the chance to show you or not. And funny like Hal says, why did they take his side? Do they want to bang him or something? Or did you cheat on him and they felt bad for him? You're leaving out major details as to why three or four friends took your husband's side. Either they're just shit people or they have a reason to take his side. If they're just shit people, then don't let them back in your life. And we did have that little comment there earlier. And Stage Namesake says, you didn't have a falling out. They outright abandoned you. They're pestering your only real friend out of the group and even one's mother is involved. Hell nah. These caddy bitches need to be put in their place and realize they can't treat you like literal garbage and expect a warm welcome after falling out. That was, to reiterate, 100% entirely their doing. Their behavior now sounds like they're honestly just sucking up to you to stay on your husband's good side. If they were so devastated after cutting you off, why did they collectively do it? I'd cut them off and send them a tasteful yet terse last message explaining exactly why they are shit, how you deserve better and how they're not welcome in your life. Please move on from these toxic people. And now we'll move on to another story. And just a quick warning before we get into the next story, there is mentions of physical abuse and emotional abuse as well. So I just want to throw that out there. Just in case you want to skip the story, please use the timestamps below. That's what they're there for. Thank you. And our next story comes from a throwaway account. I, 23 male, turned down a friend who asked me out, 24 female, because she wasn't there for me in the past. This is causing issues and I don't know how to proceed. 
A few months ago, I was in a relationship which was highly toxic, but I didn't realize until near the end. I was emotionally abused, gaslighted, occasionally slapped slash hit, and a few times my ex-partner forced herself on me. I didn't realize it was for what it was at the time. I assumed because she got me hard, I must have wanted it, among other excuses but eventually realized how effed up it was and looked for help. One of the people I first went to help was a friend of mine, Jenny, not her real name. Jenny and I went to the same university and she volunteered for some groups on campus that helped educate people about bad relationships, how to identify abusive traits and so on. These events were only really attended by women at the time. I tagged along to some of these to help out because I thought it was a cool thing she was doing. This is how I figured out that I was in an abusive relationship at the time. Jenny had been talking to a few other girls just to support them through their own issues. So I went to her to ask for help after I realized I needed to get away from my ex. I told her what was going on, but she didn't really help. At first, I got the feeling that she didn't exactly believe me, but eventually she said something along the lines of, I'm sorry, but I'm really only helping other girls. It's a much bigger issue and I need to focus on that. At the time, I was really hurt because I thought we were pretty close friends and I felt like she basically ditched me, but I don't know. She sent me a few links for organizations to talk to, but I basically refused to discuss it any further with me. I found help elsewhere and got over it and we remained friends through that. It was strained at the start, but now things are mostly back to normal. The issue is a week ago, she asked me out. Turns out she had a crush on me for a little while, and after her most recent breakup, short-term relationship, she decided she would confess, I guess. While I'm happy being her friend, I don't think I could ever see her in a romantic light. I asked her for help and she basically shut me out, and that just makes me feel like I could never be emotionally intimate with her. After I rejected her, she wanted to know why. I dodged the question for a bit, but eventually told her, and she basically went, really, that's why? And seemed sort of offended. Now she's acting cold to me and some of our mutual friends have also been giving me weird looks. Some of my other friends, including two who helped me through my last relationship when Jenny didn't have one, have been really supportive though, thankfully. How am I meant to navigate this now? I just want things to go back to normal and forget about it since it's bringing back some pretty unpleasant memories. It'd be fine if everyone just forgot about it, but judging by how Jenny and some other friends are reacting, it doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. Now I came into this one and straight away I I was thinking, well, you don't owe, you know, issue with that person or not. You don't owe that person to go out with them. You you don't have to go out with anyone. That is totally your choice. And then I think your reason is totally valid as well. You know, she tainted your feelings towards her when, when you approached her and you feel like she blew you off just like that. And I think, yeah, that affected you. So why would you want to date someone that, you know, you have those feelings about? And then for her to turn around and talk to friends and like almost turn them against you as well from what you're feeling here. Yeah, it's, it's very, that's a very toxic mentality to me. She's not treating you right in this situation at all. But 78 October says your reason for turning her down is totally legitimate. But here's the thing. No matter the reason you turned her down, she isn't entitled to a date with you. You said no, and that's all she deserved. It seems Jenny will be just as toxic as your ex. Perhaps this isn't a friendship worth saving. And Doobie Doobie says, you turned her down for a legitimate reason. And if she reacts negatively to it and she convinces her friends to react negatively to it, doesn't that prove your decision is correct? And Archduke Toes says, that seems like a perfectly legitimate reason to say no. She volunteered at a thing to help people in abusive relationships. And when you asked for help, she told you she wasn't interested in helping you. 
How could you feel secure with someone who didn't have your back when you needed them? It's probably not going to go back to normal. Maybe she's embarrassed that you shot her down. Maybe she's kicking herself for not helping you when she had the chance. It doesn't matter in the end. Either talk to their mutual friends and find out what she said or find some other friends. And Content Way says, one, she is targeting you for a rebound. Two, violence against men exist. She was awful. Three, drop her and her circle. And only Evie says, first of all, you were right to reject her. And if your friends act this way, you need to find a new friend group. I work for a college. I am a chef and everyday people come into my kitchen and tell me about their woes. Maybe it is the kitchen setting, but they talk while I cook and never have I dismissed someone's issues based on their gender. It drives me crazy how often men's issues are brushed aside or not taken seriously. Stand fast and stick to your beliefs. And if they want to act cold, then they are not real friends. And mini, mini, mini me says, <laughs> she has all the signs of a terrible partner, not helping you when you ask for it directly, not taking your pain seriously, not even taking your opinions and reasoning seriously. You have every right to reject her for that very reason. What else was going to happen down the line if you did accept? Not taking your emotions seriously? I think you should just stand your ground, stick with your supportive friends and let some time pass. And now we'll move on to another story. And our next story is from a throwaway account. My wife is cheating on me for the past 10 months, but I can't divorce her right now. When I found out about her two-week-old affair with her co-worker, I was completely devastated. We've been together for 20 years now, and I still love her. So to win back her love, I did everything for the next whole month. Doing her share of the chores, coming home early from work to spend some more time with her, gifts, DIY dates, but even after putting so much effort, the affair continued, and I gave up on it. I even tried soft confrontation without letting her know that I knew she was cheating, but she straight up lied to my face. The last time we had sex was during that one month period where I was trying to get her back. There have been many nights where I would lock myself in the bathroom and cry for hours when I knew she was working overtime at the co-worker's house, but eventually even those tears dried up too. The only reason I'm not divorcing her is our daughter. We have an amazing and beautiful 17 year old daughter. My daughter has been preparing for the entrance exam of her dream university. It was her dream since she found out about it when she was 10. Now her exam is in a few months and she has been preparing for it for the past two years. And if we both get divorced, it will affect her both emotionally and mentally. As she is very close to both of us and especially my wife. And I have seen cases where after parents divorce, the child gets into a very bad mental place. It will affect her studies very badly and she will miss out on this lifetime opportunity and I don't want that to happen in any way. I don't want to risk her future for my wife's sake. She has and is working so hard for it every single day. I have talked to her lawyer and have all the evidence of her cheating which includes screenshots of text messages, photos and videos of them, call records. Sometimes I feel like a complete failure for wasting 21 years of my life in this relationship but then I think about my daughter and feel it's worth it. I don't want to ruin her relationship with her mother because both of them love each other very much. This was more of a venting post than an advice seeking one. If you find my post confusing, then I'm sorry. Firstly, English is not my primary language. And secondly, I am drunk a little bit. Now, first off, OP sounds like an absolute gem of a guy. I mean, 
to be thinking about his daughter in this situation after everything he's going through, it must be so bloody incredibly difficult. But I can see where they're coming from as well. They don't want to damage their daughter's future prospects and, and they're holding back on this. But I think at some stage, you definitely do need to talk to your daughter, sit her down and explain the situation. She's old enough to know this and talk about the infidelity and how you're feeling and stuff like that. And I think priority number one is always look after your mental health as well. Not just for your sake, but for your daughter's sake as well. Remember, this isn't your doing. This is this is your wife's doing. This is your wife slash ex-wife's doing. She's the one that's caused this and not you. And you need to be looking after that mental health. And, and, I, and I hope it doesn't sound patronizing at all in any way. And I'm sure you're doing that. But so many people, you know, put everything else in front of them. Like, I need to look after my daughter's. I need to prioritize my daughter in this situation. And whilst I do agree, and I think I would be doing the same in your situation too, but your mental health has got to be number one, I think. But we'll start off with Zara Moon saying, OP, you have a massive heart. I'm sorry this happened to you. If your daughter is as great as you say she is, sit her down and communicate with her after her entrance exams. You deserve to be happy just as much as her and your hopefully ex-wife. Take care of yourself. You are not a failure. You did all you could and this is just the reality of it. And Rue says, my one piece of advice is to be honest with your daughter about why you're separating when you do separate. She deserves to know the truth. You deserve to keep her trust. And most importantly, she needs to understand it's not at all her fault. And Guup says, your daughter sounds very intelligent. She will find out eventually about your wife's infidelity. It would be better for you to tell her than for her to find out on her own, in my opinion. You've done what you could to salvage the relationship, but the relationship is done. Your wife is a cheater. You will never win her back because she is not worth winning back. Give up on her. You need to check out of this relationship and stop trying to fix it. We are men. We have a natural instinct to want to try and fix things, but you cannot fix something that does not want to be fixed. Your wife is checked out, man. Withdraw from her. No more romanticisms. No more affection. No more emotional support. Nothing. Delegate her to roommate status until the divorce is finalized. Inform her that you know and that you guys are done for. Be there for your daughter to support her and assist her, but give nothing to your wife. She deserves nothing from you anymore. And we'll have one more from Badgerbrush20 saying, You have already taken a step forward. You talk to a lawyer. Follow the advice. After your daughter's exam, hit your spouse with divorce papers. In the meantime, get to the gym to let out your frustrations. Do some long walks. Don't sleep with her. Record conversations to protect yourself. Check local laws first. Listen to the lawyer. She's in the affair fog. Don't go pain shopping or do the pick me. Read, leave a cheater, gain a life. You got this. And now what do you guys make of today's collections of stories? What are your thoughts on today's stories? Let us know in the comments below as I always love to hear them and it massively helps this channel when you do get involved as well. Thank you so much for your love, your support and your time towards the channel. It means the absolute world. And I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 